this is Lisa Blythe, and on this edition of the Daytona Scene Podcast, we are ringing in the season with the Turkey Rod Run, Festival of Lights, Small Business Saturday, and Light Up Volusia, plus theater, music, and some entertaining recommendations. Stay tuned for all this and more coming up on Episode 11 of the Daytona Scene Podcast. It's that time again. It's time for Daytona Scene Podcast. Al Smith here with Lisa Blythe. Hello, Lisa. Hello, Al. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And I'm thankful. You know, I'm thankful for mostly right now is I don't have a cold. You were sick last week. I was sick, sick for way too long. Anyway. And we had to take a, a week off. We did. That was my fault. My bad. But uh, well, you still put on a chocolate walk. And I it did. It was quite fun. How, Sweet how many Saturday. people do you think came? 238 and... people registered. And I got to tell you, uh, it exceeded my expectations. Because going into it, a lot of things like I do these wine walks, and, and there's uh, usually at least two thirds of the people pre register. And if I tell you my numbers were poor going into Going into the that's actual day of. That's not, yeah. not exaggerating. So the day of was was very good. And then, of course, as I said to you before, uh, what any event you know, uh, benefits from the most that you have no control over is the weather. And it was a gorgeous day yes. on Beach Street. And it was a great event. We had a lot. What's kind of different was we had a lot of families. I noticed a number of uh, parents with... Uh, middle school aged kids not little kids not teenagers because they wouldn't hang out with their parents anyway right so middle aged kids I saw some some teen looking kids okay, who were walking good. separately from parents yes, exactly and but, uh, mostly walking with phones in their hands of course well everybody's <laughs> yeah, walking with phones yeah. but uh, it was uh, we had 15 participating merchants uh, they were all like, very happy with the turnout uh, I had you know I have two registration tents and and Two ladies in each, and, and all four of them uh, just got great feedback. So I felt really good, and then worked with the chocolate factory, and they were very happy with it. And we had the, and I, I, got, I wish I remember the names, we had the Glee Club, basically, from uh, Emmy Riddle. Did you get to see any Yes, of them? I did. Oh, it was so good, wasn't They it? were really talented, yeah. They yeah. did a, a variety of music genres. So that's like, What do you call that kind of music? Was that like, a, it's like... Barbershop quartet, quartet kind of thing. Mostly a little doo wop. I heard little, I heard some Elvis ish, and uh, yeah, variety. It, it, they were good. I love their harmonies. Yeah, they were just just wonderful young men. They did a great job for us, and you know, kind of walked up and down to all the different locations. So everybody got some of that. So it was yeah, it was. A, I appreciate asking. Mm-hmm. It was a really good event. Uh, plan to do it again next year, and, and, and something to grow kids, on. Those kids were Emory Riddle. Emory I Riddle. thought for sure they were high school. I know, say him right? getting old. I know what you mean. <laughs> they look. Oh, they wonder high school they're from. I thought so too. I'm glad I didn't ask. I would have glared at me. They're probably all engineers. <laughs> they're all engineers that can sing. I mean, that's not right, is it? <laughs> Very talented. No, they it was steam. a lot of fun. They had steam in their background. Yes, they did. <laughs> 
science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Yeah. They, they look like they all would score well on a math mm-hmm. school class, <laughs> which is not what I look like, <laughs> in case you weren't. Yeah. But um, anyway, I, I, I was very happy with it, and it's always fun to create something new, and it works, you know, so it's... Uh, so it was good, and yeah. on to the next thing. <laughs> right. Well, we are Daytona Scene, talking about all the events, people, places, and things going on in the area, and we are getting into the busy, busy season Yeah, with the yes, holiday. The time between Thanksgiving and Christmas is shorter yes. this year because Thanksgiving is later. So yes. I noticed that more and more people have their Christmas decorations up already. Yes. Yes, I noticed a lot of outdoor decorations in the past week. Well, it's about right, right? You got to do it. Usually it's right around Thanksgiving through New Year's. Well, when I was growing up, we waited until after December 12th because that's my brother's birthday. Oh. And we didn't want his birthday to be confused with Christmas. So we would put everything up December 13th. Wow. I don't, that's late. Yeah. And that's more like what tree. I would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not to do with anybody's birthday, just my, uh, you know, nature of. Well, and I always have a live tree. And they don't yes. always last as long, especially in Florida. Yes, this is true. So, this is true. Yeah. So no, we got a whole, whole lot of stuff going on. This will start a weekend of, like this weekend we have some light up stuff we'll talk about and some different events. And then next weekend, being the uh, the seventh, uh, that tends to be uh, a lot of parades, right? A lot of parades, parades and boat parades, boat land parades. parades. Land. Air and sea parades <laughs> come at them from all <laughs> angles, but no, it's uh, and then we had a little bit of cooler weather, so that made you feel a little more festive, right? Yeah, I liked it. It was, yeah. it was very, very nice out. And the Friday night, I had I went to Red Pig Brewery, which is in the uh, what I don't know what that's called now, the Coquina Building Coquina at Second building. Avenue <laughs> yes. in Holly Hill. Is it called something? A great it's like place. the marketplace, isn't it? Like it's yeah. something marketplace. Riverside Marketplace. Yeah. yeah. But the brewery is great. Angie and Red, the team, were there. Brent working. And a guy named Warren Beck, who you have met, was performing. A very talented, bluesy-style guy. Was playing Louis Jordan stuff, Winoni Harris stuff. A lot of great takes on covers. And so I mentioned to him, to to you, to him, and vice versa. And he said that he had recently met you because he does a lot of performing around here. And I know you are always have your pulse on the... fingertip of what's happening in music no, and I, in the area. I really appreciated you because that's the last time I saw I had seen him years ago he'd play with Victor Wainwright and, and some different yeah, gigs and, and I had, hadn't seen him in a while I saw him again at Red Pig myself when I was there which I love that little brewery I just love the walls in there and then they just said just f- the feel in that place it's yeah. cool and it's kind of small what well, is small it's got but a good you vibe get, you can sit outside great. that's the right word they let me bring my dog yeah. inside and out they're very nice to Romy, so yeah, we enjoy it. They should let you dogs. People get too weird out about dogs. Yeah. Dogs in your house. Anyway, side tra- side track. <laughs> Talking about music. But anyway, he, Warren does great, and I look. F- I'm going to use him uh, wine and chocolate walk if I can. If I can book him that day, I think oh, he's great. terrific. Yeah. He's a he's perfect. He's a single act that can play piano and sing. And yeah, big fan. Good guy. Yeah. Engaging with the crowd, you know. It's interesting. So at the same time you were doing that, I was just by, just happened to be there. I was at the Ormond Brewery that same night, and uh, I saw um, Grindstone Sinners 
if you've heard of this band. Now, I've known them. They, they are young, uh, and they were even younger when I first saw them, which is about three years ago. They would, um, one of the uh, owners on, on Main Street, one of the smaller store owners on Main Street, would hired them because he's a big deadhead. Oh, Johnny Rock and Ride. He, Johnny's like a big dead. I mean, he's met, he, so he had these young kids. And I was like, wow, these kids are good. And they keep getting better. Well, I'd only seen them on Main Street, and it's kind of an echoey in there, whatever. So anyway, I saw them at Ormond Brewery and the other night, and they, they just have gotten so much better. I mean, seriously good. I was like, ready to hire them and take them on the road. I mean, this is, and playing a lot of their own stuff. What was interesting was they definitely have somewhere between the Almond Brothers and the Deadhead kind of a sound. But they had really tightened up, and they were doing a lot of originals. I really appreciate a, a younger band that, because you got to practice a lot, you know, to create something new and make it sound like something people want to listen to. But anyway, this, nice. It was a good night for brewery music. Yes, <laughs> and that is something you know we have a we have a Daytona Beach uh, brewery trail ale trail, mm-hmm. and that, those are two of the locations on that that you can find at the Daytona Chamber website if you're yeah. so inclined. But I did meet a couple at, that night at Red Big who are living in New Smyrna. And I explained to them about the podcast, if they're looking for what to do, what's going right. on. And they were really excited to know about a lot of the other events that we have going on around here. So the word about the podcast is getting yeah, out, slowly get out. but surely. And yeah, we need everyone who's listening's help. Don't, don't just tell everybody you know. Yes. Even if you have to make it sound better than you think it is, just go ahead and do it. <laughs> we so, appreciate it. So when you were just a wee tot here in Daytona Beach, yes. um, the turkey run started. Exactly. <laughs> Right? And it's That's, still uh, going on. Turkey is still running. It is it's amazing. It's 46 years from what I saw. The largest combined classic car show and swap meet in the USA. Right. Starts on um, Thanksgiving Day, right? Yes. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday is uh, it's t- 15 bucks to get in. And then uh, it goes from 8 to 4. And then Sunday is eight to two, and it's only ten dollars to get in. But I'll tell you what: you, you eat your Wheaties before you go. See, it's just, it's just, it's in it's, the speedway, correct? It's in the speedway. Yeah. yeah, sorry, yes, in the infield of the speedway. It's a very successful event, and they raise a lot of money that gets that gets put back into our community. So it's very cool. So there's a car show, over five thousand collector cars on display. So it's just crazy big, and then a car corral. Which, Which is, is stuff uh, you can buy, can sell, and yeah, mm-hmm. trade and sell, and all this stuff that they do. Now can you just use a square and to buy your car? Yeah, <laughs> or over Venmo. F- over fifteen hundred <laughs> cars on display with that. Uh, you can buy or sell or trade, or the whole you know, whole swap thing going on, right? So that's cool. And then the swap meet, which uh, they they swap car parts and memorabilia and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that's huge. I mean. I'm not a big car guy, but I just and I have, but I have a lot of friends who are, and and this is like hollow ground, man. When you go to this event, you got to put your big boy pants on and get your walking shoes and get serious about it. And they've also added arts and fashion, right? Homemade crafts and fashion items. And I know they've over the years they've done a good job of kind of you know keeping this thing fresh and new because that can sometimes an event if you just keep doing the same thing over and over, people are already. Got to have something new for the people who've been before, but it's amazing how many people have come from all over the country, right, to see this, to um, experience something we take for granted, which is a speedway. It's funny before we started the show, I was talking to 
someone about an idea for an event on Main Street or Beach Street that didn't, that had to do with cars. And I said, my answer was, anything to do with cars works well on Main Street or Beach Street. You got to organize it right, and you got to, you know, all the other things you got to do. But there's something about Daytona Beach and cars that's just ingrained, right? It's just part of what we, who we are and what we do here. And I would say Turkey Run is probably only second to the Daytona 500 or maybe throw the uh, 24 hours ahead of that. But it's a huge event, huge attendance to that and uh, good for our community. Now, something that's gone on even longer than that, Lisa, that has to do with cars. This will be this. And I remember this as a, as a small child, this 62nd annual birthplace of speed antique car show, which is uh, this Saturday, 10 to three Fortunato park, which is right there. John Anderson and Granada, right on the beach side. And show cars, you have to be, it's funny now, 1994 or older. Now, <laughs> doesn't that sound new? <laughs> it's old right. again. <laughs> right, so anything between now and 25 years, it's got to be 26 years yeah, old, basically. Yeah. This year's featured vehicle is a 1957 Ford Thunderbird. So, nice. And what's cool is then they later that night they do the the um you know do the gaslight um parade up up Granada down A one A, and that's just because it's such a cool thing and it's free and you know go you can check it out at, at the park there Fortunato Park and then you know the line and people line the A one A and check out the things so it's a very um you know very much a tradition on the always on the weekend of Thanksgiving so a lot of car things to do. On this weekend. It's very cool. And if you like riding in a car, but want to get in the Christmas spirit, the magic of lights is happening. Yeah. So if you're at the turkey rod run, as an example, and you yes. want to do this that night, it's uh, gets, it started last weekend, actually, a weekend and a half ago, November 22nd. But it goes on through January 1st, so you do have a lot of time for it. It's at the World Center of Racing, the largest lighted sports facility in North America. Did you realize that's what that was called? So this no, is a huge display. Latest LED technology and digital animations, and um, you'll go through behind the ticket and tours building through the venue, and then you end in that midway display area. But there's a lot of new things, including a selfie tunnel with S apostrophe Elfie tunnel. So I'm huh. guessing there's going to be some Christmas elves as, as part of the selfie tunnel, a lot of refreshments and snacks, an additional 100,000 lights. So there is actually 10 how miles many, of steel. How many? An additional 100. Additional? Yep. 100,000 lights. What does that mean, additional? Well, that was added for this year. Total so number of lights. I don't think I actually have oh, okay. well, total okay. number of lights. <laughs> that 100,000 would be I'm a lot. A lot of lights. <laughs> unless those are just the added from what is normally there. Because that, as you know, when you're at the Speedway, if there's a night race, there's a lot of lights already. Yeah. That are going on there. So there's a, a, a lot of um, an enchanting tunnel of lights as well. 200 foot candy cane lane and snowflake forest. I feel like I'm in the movie Elf. Snowflake forest. <laughs> Watch out for the gun drop buttons, right? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of work that goes into this, but it, it's gotten bigger and better every year. Um, and that starts at the, it's at the Speedway. November 22nd was the date that it started, but it goes through January 1. So if you can't get to it now, 20 bucks a car if you buy in advance. 25, I think, if you buy that day when you get there. Yeah. 
So that, that's happening. And that's right there, right across from One Daytona, which is also having a lot of holiday events going on. As well they should. And then on Beachside, Light Up Volusia, you got some events going on there, right? Yes. I am very excited. Um, so Light Up Volusia, this is the ninth year, which made me feel old because I started this event. So it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, Lisa. It feels like it was just like five years ago. But anyway, the whole intent when we started this was how do we bring um, Christmas a- holiday activities to the beach side? The feeling was that, you know, we've talked about some of the other things that have gone on a long time or, you know, w- what can we do? Because we have a fair amount of tourists in town. What do we do to kind of make, kind of feel Christmassy, holiday spirit thing going? So we had started this years ago where we got the, um, we call it holidays at the beach. So it went from the band shell down A1A, and then included mostly the Ocean Center with the 50-foot tree and then the whole side of the building lit and lights and then the, the walkway over to the ocean, ocean Walk shops lit up. And then we would have, what we did, we started that where it would be, okay, on the Saturday, I guess the first Saturday of December or the in this case, the way this year's worked out, it's it's the Saturday of Thanksgiving, so so November thirtieth, yeah, yeah, this year November thirtieth. So the idea was, okay, let's let's bring this all to a crescendo. Let's light them all up at once, a light up night. So we started that, but let Main Street. But I always felt like, um, we should have involved Main Street because it's right there, it's right behind, you know. But never had the money to do it, and so it's taken nine years. But we, we last year started with a couple of merchants on Main Street that, that on their own said, hey, let's have a contest amongst ourselves and see who can set up the nicest light. So the well, great thing about competition is everybody, you know, gets to, wants to be the best. up and gets pride and wants to, you know, do the best they can do. And so I was amazed. I had like 25 merchants did an outstanding job. And, and really some of the best ones were the smallest stores, you know, so it was, it was very encouraging. And so there was a lot of momentum coming out of that. And thanks to Kwani DeMay, who's a city commissioner and Billy Wheeler, who's a county council woman for the, that area. They got involved early and helped, helped us raise money and awareness and got the, the officials in the city and the county to listen to us. So now we're going to do on the 30th is we'll light up all the palm trees which are 40-something in numbers from A1A to Peninsula, A1A to the Boot Hill, if you're familiar with the area, with palm trees lit up in white lights, which is actually, I've, we've had a test run the other night, and I'll have to show you some pictures of that. But pretty amazing, uh, that, and then we took it, then they and we're going to do the decorating contest again, which will start that night. We have some celebrity judges that are going to judge that. But then we're going to have a people's choice. So we'll have... From now until New Year's Eve, the ability for people to vote on who their favorite is. So this will be an ongoing contest. How will they vote? Fun. You show up, they're going to be there, and um, just there'll be a good question. There'll be a, um, a ballot box in each location, and all the names of who's participating. We have two different categories, so the you know bigger places aren't taking over the little guys. Or nice. vice versa in some cases. Right. Right? Well, you got less real estate to invest in having to cover, you know. All right. So we're going to do that. And then uh, I think the kicker of this whole thing is we're going to make it snow. We are going to to make snow every Saturday night starting 
this Saturday, the 30th at 8 o'clock. So when they do the light up at Volusia, and we, we have a great relationship with the nice people at the Ocean Center, as soon as they get done with theirs, we're going to tell people to go on down Main Street. Take a dog leg right. Take a dog leg right. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and then just walk down Main Street. Yeah. Check out the... You know, check out all the lights and all the stores and get snow So is it going to, is, is the lighting going to be like a peel so that the tree light goes on and then slowly every other tree comes up? Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that won't <laughs> next year. <laughs> like the timing, right? Yeah, and then the time timing it to is, the music. Yes. That would be yeah, fun. Yeah, right. So, uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's, yes, there's so much we can do moving forward. And I got to tell you, and I've done New Year's Eve. This is my ninth New Year's Eve as well. And, and the first year I did the ball drop. For New Year's Eve, it was a disco ball over a side street. And now we have a huge uh, ball drop that we do with all the, you know, all the kinds of stuff you think about. So you got to start somewhere. Right. So I'm very excited about this. Every year it gets this. a little bit better. Well, that's I'm exciting. I'm very excited. Because it's an area, you know, at least here's the thing about it is, is that this, it's things like that that make a community, right? It's things like that, that people take, first, the people who, who live it and breathe it have to take pride and then have to make enough of an effort that others pay attention and then they take pride. And then that's how we grow this thing. And that's really what this is about. We're really trying to get to is where, you know, people main street won't be looked at as just a place where bikers hang out. You know, it's, it, it is that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but it can be more than that. It can involve more people. So that's, that's, that's the plan. Here. Well, that's, that's where doing. the ball drop in the Big Apple started. At one point, it was just a couple outsmiths right. hanging around talking about it. <laughs> Maybe one day, people, this will be a destination. And now yes. the streets are packed. Now, but I forgot. So we'll get there. But I forgot one of the most important things. And this is so Main Street. I love it. We have Santa going to be there, but not just any Santa. This Santa is on a trike that has tripped out to look like a sleigh. It's and not a slingshot trike, is no. it? No. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I have to show you. I, you see, I can't. That's a problem. Yeah. This is one time. But that's what uh, we can put on our Facebook handy. page. We'll right? put up on, we'll I'm going to put Facebook. that up. I'm going to put a picture of the, of what it looks like lit up down there. And anyway, it's, um, I'm very excited. It's been a lot of work, uh, to get here and, and, and just a lot of involvement from, from some good people on Main Street. So I'm excited about hoping we'll come yeah. out and support it and take a look. And if you don't come that night, you know, pick another yeah. night. We're going to do the, I'll tell you later about that, but it's a the Bad Santa pub crawl on the 21st. It'll it'll snow that night too. <laughs> so anyway. Well, if you, once you're finished shopping, because as you know, and we're all, we're both very much into uh, local, shopping local. Small business Saturday is this Saturday, traditionally after Thanksgiving, although now it seems to be starting on Thanksgiving, people go shopping. Friday becomes Black Friday. Well, Saturday is small business shopping Saturday. So there's all of our local downtowns, Ormond, downtown Daytona Beach on Beach Street, the hub on Canal, Canal Street, Flagler Avenue, DeLand. DeLand. They're all doing events to uh, entice folks to come down and spend their hard-earned dollars supporting local business and buying gifts for family. Yeah. So, And then at the Hub on Canal, they've got all kinds going on through November 23rd through December 29th, and you can buy all kinds of gifts down there. They just sent me something actually on that. So Very cool. Yeah, that's really exciting. That our, our, I think our downtowns are continuing to grow. 
They are, and they say you have to take on a different, you know, you can't just sell what they sell on uh, Amazon. You know, you got to get things you can't get anywhere else or unique to the area. You know, that's what's, that's very cool. Yeah. I, but I got two things. Left. One thing I want to, and this is kind of a personal thing, but I, I want to point it out. So Chuck Strasser, Jared, you hear the name Chuck Strasser, yeah. the builder? Yeah. You know, he was, uh, I, I was fortunate to, um, who spent many a night in the Strasser household growing up. His brother, Scott, was a, a childhood friend of mine. And, and Chuck was a, a amazing connector of people and a great contractor. And unfortunately, died way too young uh, of lung cancer. A guy that never smoked. You know, this is one of those you never, not that any of this ever makes sense the longer I live. But unfortunately, died at a, a, when he was in the middle of being so productive in the family and anybody... So, and, but he was very close to uh, Tomoka, very much involved in Tomoka Christian Church. And so they're doing a 5K, Candy Cane 5K Chuck Strauss Memorial on this Saturday, 8 to 10, uh, at Destination Daytona. And he, and there was, having lived near him once he was an adult, nobody, talk about Christmas lights. I mean, this guy, I mean, only. Only the Speedway has more lights than he had. I mean, it was just, he loved Christmas. He loved going all out for Christmas. Always had a big Christmas party. So, you know, this is why they're doing it. When I read this, I was like, I just got to at least mention it. But, um, you know, go and do the, the walk or the run. And then they're doing a, afterward, they're having a costume uh, contest, which I know he would have loved yeah. that. And well, you all know, the, the, money ver- goes the very to- first one I actually ran in. Oh, you did? Okay. And so it was at this. the church. Oh, no, it, it was at the Destination. Yeah, it was at Destination Daytona, yeah. and we ran kind of around the back. This was before a lot of the stuff at Destination Daytona right. was completed. Um, but yeah, and I came in second in my age group. Oh, good for you. So this was probably f- four years ago, three or four years That'd ago. Be a tough age group, too. I know, right? Oh. And it was, as you get older, it gets better. But I, I haven't been running <laughs> like I was. But the, yeah, they had a great event. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Just a great family mm-hmm. and, and a great way to celebrate his legacy and all that he did. And of course, he was. He did all the building for um, a Destination Daytona, and he was very close to Bruce Rossmeyer and their family, so this all makes sense. But it, it's a little thing, but it's a big thing. Um, you know, it just warmed my heart to see that. I had kind of, I knew it existed, but kind of forgot, and just wanted to share with everybody if you get a chance. Um, just write them a check, if nothing else, you know? Yeah, and all so, the money goes to great causes, and oh, they get involved yeah. in a lot of um, with kids that need adoption charities. and mm-hmm. different things. Yeah, he just does a great job. You know, National Mutt Day is coming up December 2nd, and every day there's a national day of something, right? Mm-hmm. National Podcast Day. Mutt right? Day. But Mutt Day, so wh- the reason I wanted to bring this up is if you're thinking about gifting a pet this holiday... Just encouraging you to adopt from a local animal rescue as opposed to buying yes. a pet from a breeder. And the reason is there's a lot of animal rescues in our area. We've got great dogs, which is larger dogs. We've got the Humane Society, yeah. Sophie Circle. There's a yes. lot Greyhound Rescue. There's all like every breed, it seems like there is a local rescue. So you can give the two gifts. You can give the gift to somebody that they're getting a pet and the gift to the dog that they're getting a new life. That's just like make, two gifts in one. Just make sure they're up for taking care of a dog. That's all. Right. And right. make sure they're up for taking care <laughs> yeah. of the dog. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, I uh, like they are, are uh, Kathy, who's unfortunately her husband died recently. Her, her great friend, Rodney. I don't know if you know, he, she got a dog. She oh, a really? Your neighbor think, has a puppy now. I think I heard the dog and I was wondering who in the neighborhood got a dog. Got a little, cutest little puppy. Oh, I'll have to look mutt. for him. It's a mutt. Yeah. It's a mutt. Beautiful mutt. 
Well, you know, this time of year, everybody goes to see the Nutcracker at some point, unless you have like, deathly afraid of Nutcrackers, which some people are, because <laughs> they do what look if, a little bit scary. What if your daughter was in the Nutcracker for eight years running, <laughs> and you had a Nutcracker version? <laughs> that would be hard. No, yeah, I would go again now. Yeah. Well, the Athens Theater is having the Nutcracker uh, December 3rd and 4th. Love that place. Yeah. Oh, you know, I, I was at the... Doyen Art Fest, and they had the the uh, Athens Theater had a great a booth. Really went all out in how they show, and that's how I knew to tell you that you already knew about that. That it was going on. But yeah. um, anyway, it's just such a cool place, mm-hmm. and probably the best sounding theater in this area by far. I've done a show, a couple of shows there. It's amazing. Yeah. So everybody sounds good. Plus Annie is going on through December twenty second, with the exception of the dates of the Nutcracker. You know, it's a hard knock life. Annie the yeah. orphan. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also have, a classic. They have one other thing going on real soon too, right? Dead. Anyway, there's, no, I don't know. Anyway, great. The place. Nutcracker. Yeah, and the little theater in New Smyrna Beach is a Winter Wonderettes is coming. That's um, not a new show. They do it every year. It's December sixth through the fifteenth. So it's um, Harper's Hardware Holiday Party. Santa turns up missing, and the Wonderettes have to find him and sing a lot of great songs like Jingle Bell Rock, Run Rudolph Run. Of course, Santa Claus is coming to town. The classics. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. And that's at the Little Theater in New Smyrna Beach. There'll be some dancing going on with that one. Absolutely. Dancing your seat, nothing else. I know. <laughs> and so what do you have going on for um, live music in addition? I don't have a lot. Hey, yeah. one thing before I forget. So this is the 10th anniversary this Saturday. The 10th anniversary of the... Flagler Avenue, New Smyrna, Flagler Avenue, Wine Walk. Hard to believe they've been doing this for 10 years. I know. Yeah. I, I've missed a lot of them. <laughs> yes, I miss most of them. But they do a great job. It's uh, $30 and includes 20 tasting tickets and the cool, and you get a cape, uh, keepsake wine glass. And the cool thing about theirs is because you've got bars that kind of specialize in wine, you can really kind of, you know, use, have some finer wines if you want to, you know, Ups go up a couple notches. They're able to do that, and of course, it's just a great place to hang out. But uh, congratulations to Flagler Avenue, and the, this is the first of their many, many successful events. But the first one they got off the ground was this, a tenth anniversary, tenth anniversary. That's and that is cool. once a month, correct? Like the f- last Saturday, yeah. maybe of the month is when they yeah. do it. Yeah. So and sometimes they have an art walk that coincides. I've been there when there has also been art. Yes, they, 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 they throw other things at it, for sure. But um, they kind of got their own niche there and do a great job. So support them, if not this month, next. Every month they do it. As far as live music, I've got, uh, well, Victor Wainwright's coming the end of December. The 20, to the uh, bank? To Yes, the eve of the eve. And then um, Amy Alicia, I don't know if you're familiar with mm-hmm. Amy. And the soul um, operation. operation. Uh, we're doing the 28th there and um so i'm really looking forward to that that's going to be two great shows and of course the bank's always got good stuff going on and but that's it i'm kind of buried with new year's eve after that it's just uh many moving parts yeah well you got folks coming to town for the holidays it's always great to take them to some of the very um i guess timeless events that we have in daytona because there's plenty of things going on and being downtown yeah. Seeing something, bes- I mean, going to the Speedway, of course, looking at the magic of lights there, but checking out some of these other things. I've got some family coming into town the last week of the year, 
So we'll definitely be heading up to the bank. Yeah. Jamming to some of that stuff. You know, downtown Daytona, Cinematique is uh, always showing new shows. They recently just ended their Indigenous Peoples Festival with a series uh, from the Sundance Film Festival, actually, but it was about Indigenous Peoples. They have the report on now, which has gotten a lot of accolades, actually. Adam Driver and Annette Bening are in it, and it explores and indicts those post-9-11 interrogation practices. Oh, it's based on a true that. story. Yeah, yeah, it's called The Report, and it's going on through December 5th. And uh, coming next week is The Parasite, which is a first South Korean film to win the Palme d'Or. And if you're familiar with that, that is the top show at the Cannes Film Festival. The uh-huh. top film is gets the Palme d'Or. So they won that in the first one from South Korea, which is starting to produce a whole lot of great films. I did not know that. And that's going on downtown at Cinematique. Nice. And I noticed the lights are on on Beach Street right now, on the trees in the in the middle between the two the four lanes. They look great. Yeah, looks really exciting. Yeah, it makes a big difference down huge. there. I think I noticed it the other night when I was after the chocolate walk. That was stunning. Those yeah. trees are beautiful. And I I first noticed that they were on the day after I just learned that the Major League Baseball was potentially contemplating not keeping the Tortugas at the Jackie Robinson yeah. ballpark. Yeah. So I know that uh, that's not something where I know what's going to happen yet, um, but I think as a community, we got to stand behind. Stand with the Jack is their hashtag, stand with the Jack, and support the Jackie Robinson ballpark, number 42, yeah. and our team. It's just crazy. Uh, and and I talked to to Ryan, uh, who's the general manager there, and it's, it's what's... What's so maddening about that situation is it's it's not related to anything related to us, to this community. The number two in attendance, they just this city just spent a million dollars on the on the turf so that to upgrade as they wanted. So it's not a matter of well you need because there was time I remember over the years I've been involved in that one way or the other for years. It's like there's always been like, well, you need more better um you know accommodations for the players you need a better for this fan so we've done all that stuff and it's we've and then now we have this you know great team that's done well not only in attendance but as as ryan pointed out to me how many players when 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 they were with the cubs just a couple years ago how many of the cubs are actually when they won the world series there's like three guys on the field that came from the jack i had worked their way up that year so it has relevance. It, I, I just don't know what'll happen and how they'll. And I guess they're tying it to whoever, because we're not tied directly to a spring training right. team. But that's that's the issue that we're on right now. Well, there's no really. I don't know how you change that. But anyway, it's just too good a thing to think that they would let that go. Yeah, you know. So hopefully they work it out. And other things that are going on downtown, we have uh, the Woolworth building oh, sold, which is you. in the corner of Magnolia and Beach yes, Street. The it M-Bar. hasn't been the Woolworth in a long time, but it has been called the Woolworth building for a long time. Yeah, I'm so old. I remember when it was a Woolworth building, but that was a long time ago. When I first got down here in 83, it was a Woolworth, but not much longer than that. Maybe a year. Right? And it's never been renovated. It's never been changed. It's just... It's been a hundred things because it, the expense of doing it. Well, 
there's um and if you're near a computer i suggest you look it up and if you look up the m bar m is in mary bar and you and they have great pictures on there and you can even you can even even go on a tour you know a video tour of it and see and when you see that building you know that the structure that's in and you look at the Woolworths building you go yeah i could see how that's a you could see where the owner saw the vision on this and so what they do is they bring in like unfortunately the guy that owns its deep pockets passionate about cars so there's a lot of like classic cars and antique cars and and exotic cars it's and, and they just uh, uh when you see it, and they, they're actually in in the bar in in the building so he's actually going to go up and i, I understand there's going to be even a rooftop yes and it's not a um i think the restaurant part's somewhat limited and it's but it's a bar and it's also they're going to have a special events area so they're going to they're going to focus on those things which probably makes a lot of sense know what i know about that business um so very exciting he spent and what i what i have to add is, is you know i'm a big believer in what we're trying to do down here with with making this a destination not a thoroughfare which my event last saturday just reinforced what i know to be true which is i'm i'm down there and it's just like how many cars i saw go racing up and down beach street how was that good for the merchants on beach streets beyond my comprehension but the people that get all upset because they're going to narrow it down to two lanes. Well, here's a guy knowing everything that we're doing, right? From out of town, he comes in. And where we see, where a lot of people see an issue or a problem or a concern that nobody's going to invest in our downtown because you're going to narrow it down to two lanes or you're making all these other changes. Well, this very successful business owner came in here and saw that as a great opportunity. And my guess is, Lisa... He feels like he probably got a deal and what he paid for it. He paid full price. They were asking 1.2 million. He paid 1.2 million. And what I was told by you know, um, the realtors is he's, he's talking about putting another 2 million into it, which is probably about right. Cause it's a huge building. And when you see the M bar and what it looks like and what this building looks like now, it's going to take a lot of money. Yeah. So it will take come, a lot of work and it's, yeah. it is a big, big facility. So, I mean, it's just very exciting. I think it reinforces that we're doing the right thing and on the right, path and, and those who maybe don't spend a lot of time down here don't get it or don't understand it but but I, I'm emboldened even more by that and very excited that, that something like that's going to be there because it's going to be a great corner I mean you talk about the the botanical gardens that are going to be across the street you know that was 15 million dollars there in the Hyatt C.C. Brown are investing right well the other night at the city commission meeting Hyatt got him and said Oh, we're up over eighteen million now. Probably be nineteen before we're done. I mean, I don't think people can get a grasp of around, you know, to figure out what that what does that mean? What kind of impact does that have? And sometimes yeah. you're too close if you live in an area, you know. And you know, I think it looks really nice now, especially with the lights coming on and yeah. every time I go to a, a Daytona Dortugas baseball game and walk back over the little Magnolia Bridge, I just look at the downtown and think I, this really looks cool. It mm-hmm. really looks neat. There is a lot of potential here, and that's just going to add to the whole uh, appearance, the whole visage yeah. of the area will be very nice. And I love that it's in my backyard. I know. That right? makes such a difference. I wanted to ask if you've heard anything else about the rumor of a brewery coming downtown. Oh, uh, it's not going where I thought it was going to uh, go. So that's why we uh, said it was a rumor. <laughs> that's why it's a rumor. <laughs> that's a rumor. 
So, um, no, I know that person wants to come downtown. But well, there's finding the right maybe location. there's other locations on other blocks there will that be. might be available. There will be. Would be very nice. Okay. Absolutely. So, what are you listening to? Okay, first I got to tell you, I I'm going to forego what I'm listening to a CD to tell you what I went and saw, which was I went and saw. Um, uh, they recreated the last waltz, which was the band. Remember the band that they did on a Thanksgiving forty years ago. They decided to end their run as the band. So they had a last concert, and they had um, oh, Joni Mitchell and Neil Young and uh, Muddy Waters and just a slew of great guests. Well, they recreated this concert, and I went to see it in uh, St. Augustine, and it was just it was uh, Warren Haynes, who's uh, known of the Allman Brothers and Government Mule, but also just one of the best band leaders and a great guitar player and a soulful voice. Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson's son, who's really a rising star, very talented as a singer and a guitar player, kind of like his dad. <laughs> and then a, 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 a kind of a crunchy rock guy named Jamie Johnson, who I, I saw about a year ago, who looks like a lion. Got a great baritone voice. A cowardly but, lion? Yeah. Well, I know. He's nothing cowardly about this guy. <laughs> but And they were great. And they and they did, they, they sang the song. They, they did a great job. And Bob Margolis, who's a... Um, the old blues guy who actually was in Muddy Waters' band and played at the Last Waltz also was part of this show. And they were all terrific. But what made the show was, and they had one of the Neville brothers playing, and they had a drummer from New Orleans. And then they had a horn section, a five-piece horn section. And Lisa, I felt like the whole night, like I was in New Orleans. It was just the, the, uh, they just nailed it. It was just, it was so masterfully done by just a ringer at every position. You know, it was just uh, a great show. And I know they did, they just did Nashville the other night and they added um, Amy Lou Harris and Margot Price and Michael McDonald. Yeah, wow. I didn't say, but, but this is, I, they can't let this die. They have to. I, it's I not the last Walt. It's a continuing it, it, here's saga. The thing about it is, it's like, <laughs> A lot of music I listen to is a little esoteric and a lot of sometimes isn't woman friendly because it's a little harsh. Not this. This was these songs and this music and the way it was delivered was fantastic. And I hope that they I hope more people get to see it because I I, uh, it's one of those. You've probably done this. You ever gone to a show and then when you got done, you go, well, man, if I didn't know it was that good, I would have insisted that everybody go. Right. I would have loaded up the car yeah. and bought him a ticket and made him pay me back later. But uh, anyway, that was really uh, quite a show, quite a quite a performance by uh, quite the ensemble of amazing musicians and a very soulful performance. But anyway, I could go on as yeah. you can tell. Yeah, that I would. I, I, well, I'd love to see it. Yeah, it was. Was, uh, was it packed? It was. Yeah. Nice. It was a fantastic. So what's uh what's what you read? Well, you know, I am still finishing the Education of an Idealist by Samantha Power. It's there quite a is. long book and a lot going on. But There's I a did lot to see, be an idealist. <laughs> there is. There is. And you know, given what's going on politically, her mm. her history with the UN leads a lot of insight into Ukraine as an example of her as a as the right. UN ambassador. So it's sort of backstory, which is very interesting. But I did see a fabulous film called Loose. And it's on iTunes. You can rent it on iMovie, you know, Apple yeah, two, TV. Two O's or one? Loose. Zero O's. It's oh. L-U-C-E. L-U-C-E. And oh. it's about a high school senior who is now in America, and he's class valedictorian, brilliant guy. 
He spent his first seven years in war-torn Eritrea, learned how to shoot a gun before he could ride a bicycle. I mean, that like living in that, you know, that's how he grew up. Well, he was adopted by characters played by Naomi Watts and Tim Roth when he was seven or eight. And the story is very interesting. Octavia Spencer is in it. She plays a teacher. And you are confronted with your own racial, ethnic, historical stereotypes on what roles people should be playing based on what you see them and what roles they actually do play. And when they contradict your expectations, how it's really hard to avoid stereotypes. We all have them. We do. This code switch stuff that goes on. So it's really compelling and it's, Kind of suspenseful as well, because you you question yourself. What do you believe? You know, who do you, what do you trust? What do you expect out of a, a very successful young black kid who right. is um, came from this background? And and in every little thing he does, you might think, uh, is he channeling the war torn area he grew up with in the first seven years, or is he is this just? something that we're just expecting. I don't know. It's, it's really yeah. good. I would recommend anybody who likes to have a conversation afterwards. Why did you hear about it? I was just looking around for just different movies. Oh, that's yeah. always the best. Yeah, I know. And I was like, this is really, I would recommend that to anybody to watch. I'll because check it, that out. And if you search afterwards, I was just looking, because the ending is one of those endings. Makes you think. That, yeah, that you think, what happened? Mm-hmm. And even the actors are saying it, it depends on your perspective. It all depends on your perspective and, and your thoughts about what yeah. really happened. Aren't those always the best movies? Yeah. Because like you, if you find yourself really a week good. later still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is one of those. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I would definitely, definitely recommend that film. But I hope you have a great Thanksgiving weekend. You too. Said we hope everybody, we appreciate everybody listening, but Lisa, you too. Appreciate doing the show. Appreciate feeling good again. I'm thankful yeah. for that. Isn't that <laughs> wonderful when you've been sick? The next yes. day when you wake up and you feel good, it's like a brand new life. Yes, <laughs> I, I, yes exactly. After being ill. Well, get your flu shot if you uh, haven't okay. had that yet. Wash your that. hands. I guess now yeah. I'm going to have to do all that stuff. Well, and I'm off to Arizona. Arizona. Me yeah. and Mark Lindsay. We're going to go okay. <laughs> for, for Thanksgiving. But I'll be back for next oh, week. cool. What yes. part? Prescott. That's nice. So flying into Phoenix, going to Prescott, going to spend a day in Sedona. Oh, I love Sedona. Get back. Oh. My chakras. The coldest time of year, but yeah. Yeah, and there's supposed to be a winter storm coming through. So I might get to see some snow. Okay. If I do, I'll bring it back for your event on Main Street. Oh, oh, I appreciate that. And and I appreciate everybody listening. Lisa, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you as well. And we'll be right back at it next week here at Daytona Scene Podcast. Oh,